the Rebbe's letters, and this is dated Yutas Kislev. We had so many letters in Yutas Kislev in, in the year Tovshin Yudalev, uh, Brooklyn. And um, this is also Yutas Kislev, the Rebbe dates it as the festival of our, re- of our redemption, redemptions of our soul. And the Rebbe addresses this letter to Yitzchok Shich Golden. Uh, and the Rebbe writes to him in Yiddish. And the Rebbe writes, he says, please, peace and blessing. I'm glad these letters here are not in Russian or whatever, so that I can, uh, Yiddish and Hebrew and English I can handle. <laughs> but uh, if it was Russian... It could be French too. Yeah, French too, yeah. yeah. So German. Yeah. German Yiddish is close. Uh, so, okay, so the writes like this. Please, um, peace and blessing. I have received in timely your letter, and I was very delighted, I was very happy to read that everything went through peacefully, and that you are totally been freed. Uh, not sure exactly what he's referring to, freed from what. Uh, in addition, and even more, I was happy to read in your letter that you are fulfilling and you're doing that which I suggested to you. Why do I write even more by the second item? Because what is important uh, the freedom. So, uh, the Hashem, Hashem wants that a Jew shouldn't have any trouble. So the joy that you received, the blessing, and you were fit, you were worthy of that. Uh, the second thing is, however that this is something which depends on, on your own wish, on your own will. And Hashem gave every person the freedom of choice. You have a freedom you can do. Therefore, there is a possibility that the Yetzir Hara, the evil inclination, should get mixed in and will try to disturb you not to come through with the good things in actuality. So as you write that you are doing this which I have suggested, so I hope that this is going to last by you, and this caused me a special joy, the Rebbe says. For sure you know about the holiday of Yutis Kislev. But in any event, I am adding over here, I am enclosing over here, a write-up about this that we printed in English. And from this, you will get an insight about several main principles of Hasidus. And I hope that you will set up time to learn in this with our uh, friend um, um, uh, Mr. Aaron Katz um, our, our mutual friend mutual friend, Mr. Aaron Katz will uh, help you in this matter I end with a blessing and a wish that you should always be able to notify good news about yourself and about your family members with the Rebbe's uh, signature. Now, I made a mistake. This was this must be a letter. Yitzchak, I said golden. It's not golden. It's not because he was a chassid and uh, the Rebbe wouldn't. Uh, this is. I'm not sure who this Yitzchak is, but the Rebbe adds that I am adding here a receipt on the check that you gave to the uh, discretionary or the. Uh, fund, the, the quiet fund by Machni Yisrael. That's a special fund which was founded by my father-in-law, the Rebbe for Tzedakah, that without uh, publicity, these are for individuals and for institutions. The work 
just as all the other work of my father-in-law, Harinik Paras Mishkavay, is continues to con- uh, to work and to even widen. See, the Rebbe over here, he brought in everything about his father-in-law. The father-in-law, father-in-law. This is the Rebbe. The, the Rebbe taught by example what it means to be dedicated. That's that's it. And when you're dedicated to somebody else, then there's no point in an ego. There's no ego to because that's not the motivation. The motivation is your are of service. He was of service to his father. To um, okay, maybe so he, said, he was saying like this that when they um, they put him into jail, and uh, I'll tell you also what his message was. He was he made a very good point. See, they put him into jail, and then. Eventually, they, well, the reason he went became a refusing because he asked to immigrate to uh, to Israel. But they he became a refusing. But the, the 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 thing is that he discovered Chabad over there, and there were two. He was talking about specifically two Hasidim, Reb Getcha, and then there was some the Shoichet over there. Uh, no, the, those were people in Moscow that he discovered, and they st- helped him learn Hebrew, helped him his Yiddishkeit, and you know he became close to them. And but he said that. Um, um, the uh, I guess the interrogator who was interrogating him, um, he saw that he wasn't cooperating with him. So he said, "Why are you not cooperating?" He says, "As a Jew, he said he exaggerated a little bit. He says, well, I'm not supposed to talk to you unless I do my prayers, and I can't do my prayers without my tefillin." He said. <laughs> so he said, "Okay." So he says, "Okay, if we get you your tefillin, you'll you'll uh, talk." He said, "Yes." Okay, so the guy brings the film, they take a look, all the straps over there. He says, no, we can't let that into prison. You can commit suicide. You hang yourself by the straps over there. We'll give you the film without the straps. <laughs> so he said for the next <laughs> for the next three months, he put on the film, he was holding it in his hand like this, and that was holding with his hat, holding on his film. You know, so that was the way he was putting on the film. And then, but as soon as the interrogation was over and he cooperated, the guy said, no, 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 no. He said, what do you got into drugs or something like this? So there's one of the guards. Uh, you know, he's a big, you know, he's a big guy, you know. So he, one of the guards was taking the film from him and wanted to break it open. He said he got so angry that he attacked, attacked the guard. They put him in for 50 days in isolation over there. In, um, uh, so they, after that, after he came out, um, so he said... Um, eventually he made it to Israel. When he came to Israel, uh, they made a big thing. Yudel Eshtin is coming, and Refusnik, you know, he knew that he suffered. And they were trying to get, the Prime Minister, everybody else was trying to get to the, to the, to, to, to the Kotel. They were making a big uh, Kabbalat Panim. They were sort of uh, greeting him at the Kotel. So this, um, this taxi driver was a Russian guy who came maybe seven years before him, came there in Israel. He says, take me to the Kotel. The guy doesn't know what the Kotel is. You know, he says, where's the Kotel? What cottage? A Kotel? And I went through the whole, the whole spiel over there. He doesn't know where the Kotel is. He's looking for the Kotel. Anyways, finally, they, uh, they, 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 they come to the, to the, somehow they got to Jerusalem, the old city over there. And he sees there's three boys over there. He says, uh, tell us where the Kotel is. And he says, okay, if you give us a tramp, we're going to the Kotel. Take us a tramp. So they get into the, uh, to the, uh, to the car, and he says, "Hello." So, anyways, so the kids uh, tell so they're asking him in the car. They say, "Do you think uh, because it's been later? Do you think Yuli Edelstein is already there?" He says, "He's Yuli Edelstein." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
But the point that he was making, he says, look, there's one thing to be in prison over there and get angry when somebody takes your tefillin and is trying to break it in front of your eyes. So, you know, you get really uh, fired up and you're going to fight back. But he said, but it's a different story. He says, uh, you come to Israel over there and a guy is there for seven years, doesn't know where the Kotel is. He says, who's going to educate them? And his point was that it's now the real challenge is to go ahead and have the, the Chabadniks, you know, <laughs> educate the peoples so they know about where, where their Yiddishkeit is and, you know, they know where their phone is. So that, that was the, that was basically his point. And he, um, you know, he owed a lot to Chabad and he... Um, the, I have the, permission to remove all these tags. What is that? Sure. What is that? What does that say? I don't know. The guy who gives you permission needs permission too, so I don't know. <laughs> so is Sarah cooking for tonight or is she getting help? I don't know. Really, I really don't know what, how they arrange it, but I think they're having it catered by Walter or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's doing it. Um, but in any event, so that was that was it. Um, the other guy who told was the 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 main speaker from the shluchim. Uh, he told you know he said several of the various different things. But one of the the stories that he said was, I wish I would remember the name. There was an actor over there in um, in um, in a tennis player, or an actor, whatever over there, in, in the lived over there where he is, and um, he. Um, where did he live? England. In England, in South England, in South England. I don't know. Peter. His name was Peter. I'm not sure Peter who. I don't know. His name was Peter. So this Peter, anyways, his his he had a his his, his uh, he was Jewish, I guess. His, so his first wife, uh, she had a daughter. The daughter became extremely uh, extremely religious. She moved to Meir Sharim in Jerusalem, and you know she's uh, and he says, you know, one day he gets a call on the telephone. He says, you must save my father. He says, my father. You save my father. What's the story? He says, you know, my. My father is dead, so how can I save your father if he's dead already? <laughs> he says, because his new wife, that's his stepmother, um, I guess his early wife died, so he married this uh, Natalie, I guess, Natalie, and, uh, and she, um, and, you know, she was also, you know, a high roller over there, she was high up over there in the, I'm not sure exactly, but, and um, uh, she wants to cremate him. She says, her father, he wants to cremate him, and uh, calling to the rabbi to, 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 to help and uh, okay so uh, the rabbi calls and anyways long story short she hangs down the phone on him she doesn't even want to see him and, uh, and she calls back she says I'm going to stand at the coat I'm going to see saying to him a whole day till you get call again and he calls again and anyways he comes in there and he convinces her uh, you know that she didn't cremate him and then later on the daughter comes together and uh, uh, and you know, and they became best friends, and mother-in-law, daughter. You know, and they were both, you know, now, you know, close to them. Um, you know, uh, belong to Chabad over there and to their. But the point that he was saying, it was making, is that you know sometimes it's, it's like unbelievable. You know, she said he's being cremated, and there's nothing to talk about. And the, he got the call on Thursday. Cremation was supposed to take place on Monday morning. And he, he made an appointment on Thursday, and they were able to change it. So, point what it was is that, you know, F, the Tillam, everything helped, but you needed that Chabad Shliach over there to go ahead and and be the agent to do the work, and he, he succeeded. And you know, of course, uh, he gives credit to the Rebbe's uh, mission and to uh, being with him. And uh, so that was, um, you know, he spoke a lot about the fact that. Um, 
there are struggles. Everybody has struggles, you know, especially you talked about the women, the wives of the shluchim, the children of the shluchim, and, um, and the supporters of the shluchim. You know, he spoke about all, and he said that, you know, that they have, all have the Rebbe's blessings, basically. The Rebbe is with them, and the Rebbe blesses them, and that was, so that was very, was very inspirational. Um, I guess they said, Rebbe Krinsky gave a Dvar Torah, um, which, um, which I thought was, uh, was pretty good. Um, he talked about, um, um, you know, sort of staying focused in your mind and your ideas of not, uh, you know, knowing that what you're doing is, uh, is the right thing. And um, they were talking about, you know, he's, uh, about, you know, just reaching out to people with love, you know, and not, uh, without, not judgmental and just yeah. reaching with people. That was the thing. And um, uh, who else spoke over there? Um, I guess that was, that was, that was it. Those were, the, those were the speakers. It was a, a huge, same, same, it was basically a duplication as far as the meal goes from last year. Uh, they just requested that the people should be seated so they don't stand the waiters in the way so they don't have to pay overtime. Because because uh, they don't let them serve, so it's then a they very powerful union. What? Yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, so he says it wasn't uh, that one, um, and it seemed a little bit uh, more organized uh, even than last year. But it seemed even even but it seemed even more organized this year, in the sense that everything went smoothly. It was you know it was pretty seemed like I guess at least the ones I encountered we yeah. went on quickly we came quickly it didn't uh, yeah, they check yeah yeah they had to you had to go through the metal detector you had to show your badge and you had to go through that yeah but it worked pretty pretty smoothly you know if relatively speaking it was uh, it was it was smoothly yeah yeah and um, and um, it was it was, it was friendly uh, I overall I thought it would, had more. Um, had more seriousness to it, like uh, with more learning to it. It was a more of a. Um, it wasn't so much. A, it wasn't so pompous. It was more uh, uh, like you felt more hearty. More. It was more heartfelt. It was more substantive. You know, it felt like more in 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 that way. I know that also a lot of the sessions. I think that um, I think headquarters or the people in charge are 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 concerned that you know that. While we're trying to do all this outreach, we shouldn't forget about the inreach, and uh, you know that you know you have to uh, protect our own children, have to protect our own, you know, the standard. You know, it's very easy sometimes to when you go out to lose your own uh, uh, your own self. You know, you have to remember they they kept on reminding us that uh, you got to stay connected to the one who sent you. You know, and uh, you're you're on a mission there, and you can't. Uh, you know, start uh, doing your own things. <laughs> All the time. It was very, very, this whole bunch of sessions. But like I said, I didn't particularly, I didn't find anything there. And I, I was exhausted because I was driving back and forth. And, and between this and kids, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really participate in that much sessions. Uh, uh, but they have all kinds. They have, you know, uh, from uh, how to fundraise to how to build the connection with your communities, from uh, the lay leadership, you know, and there's, there's various, you know, all kinds, you know, whatever you can think of, you know. I mean, there's no, we're, uh, we're in the forefront of, uh, of, of technology. You know, the, the thing is like this, the message is the old message. Is the, but the technology that we use to get the message through is the most sophisticated and the most advanced. You know, you don't have other people when you look over there. You know, the uh, like Yuri Elstein made a 
remark the first time, you know. Uh, he says, I wasn't going to pass up an opportunity to speak on America round because, you know, the, the thing, the stage turns around, so it doesn't. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the stage turns the around. Yeah. Yeah. They had all the flat screens up on the wall. Yeah, the flat screens, everything worked. It, it worked perfectly. And then, you know, you had all the, the roll calls and you had every. Uh, and there's several new countries opened up. Can you believe it? Several, I didn't even know there's new countries. Ghana opened up. And Ghana. Ghana. And she having an ambassador from Israel. Go there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's an ambassador. They said there was only now one state that didn't have a Chabad house. Yeah, 49 states. 49 states. 49 of the 50 states. Mississippi? No, sure. It's either Mississippi or Dakota, maybe Dakota. Maybe one of the Dakotas. Yeah, remember that story about the rabbi that went from one Dakota to the other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, was it a snowstorm or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ghana, other. And then there's some more. I don't even know the names, but some some. Whatever. So is the uh, so far the from, dancing afterwards? That was more organized too. <laughs> Actually, by that point, they did it differently this year. So that was good because what they did is they had the benching earlier, and then they had the roll call after the benching and after the dessert. So anybody wanted to leave already by the dancing could leave. You didn't have to stay. So a lot of people stayed and left. I, for example, I left. You know, yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah. I needed to get back here. I didn't get back home, so I wanted to leave so in a reasonable you get time. Out of there? I didn't leave it till after 11 because I brought along another fellow who needed a ride. Mm-hmm. I think I could do my first mitzvah after the banquet. The same guy from last <laughs> year. Yeah, same guy as last year. So I think I could do a mitzvah after the banquet. So I took it. Getting a bus to go back. But actually, I did a mitzvah. But like everything else, you know, I ended up getting more than the mitzvah because I wouldn't be able to make it here to stay up. He talked to me the whole way. So, <laughs> so at least yeah. I had some, something to talk to, you know. So yeah. I, otherwise, I, I don't think I would have. Oh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to make it. You lose conceptually. And I, I, I consulted Waze, and they told me to take the uh, Merritt Parkway, not the 95. I'm assuming that they're doing construction over there on the 95 last night. Mm-hmm. But the Merritt Parkway is very hard to drive at night. It's yeah. very yeah. narrow roads and widely narrow roads. But I took it because it told me to go there. So I. I guess my wife says I should listen to her like I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs>